and yet so far again. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Yes, we'll reflect on that narrow defeat at Twickenham, as we'll hear from Adam Beard. Could so nearly have been two wins from two in this year's Six Nations. Plus, we'll hear details of a new apprenticeship scheme from the WRU and Cardiff Met University. All coming up, but we'll start with reflecting on events at Twickenham with outside half, Ewan Lloyd. Not the result he was looking for, but still a special day for number 10, making his first Six Nations start. Unbelievable experience, to be honest. Obviously, the game didn't go as, as we would have hoped, but uh, I think there were some positives we could take from the game, but on a personal note, just getting the opportunity to go out there and what was my dream, to be honest. Yeah, it was a hell of an experience. I remember watching as a kid and, I don't know, even as a supporter, I feel like that's one of the proudest moments. Uh, watching Welsh rugby is singing the anthem and it was just those sort of memories flowing through my head of watching the TV and getting the opportunity to go into the stadium to watch as, as a kid and yeah, thinking of my family and hoping that I was making them proud. I think we all felt that Atoje hit as you tried to run it from your 22. Um, and I guess that's all part of the process, you're only young. Yeah, I think that's part of the learning process. Obviously, it's, it's a tough way to learn, but yeah, it hurt, obviously. But I'm trying to improve on that now and going into next week. You seem to play with a freedom to express yourself, though. Is that something that you've got licence to do? Yeah, I feel we do here. I talk a lot about playing heads-up rugby and playing the pictures in front of us and not being scared to take those opportunities when they come. Obviously, there's a fine balance between that and taking risks. I feel a lot of the stuff that we tried to do on the weekend weren't risks. They were, well, we felt they were on and felt that's where the space was. And obviously, execution comes into that then. Our execution wasn't good enough at times, but um, I think that's something we can build on. Um, Gatlin said afterwards that he was pleased with the performance and that the team now is going to be one hell of a team in the future. Is that something that you're all buying into as well? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a... There's a confidence around the place, I think. Dav spoke about it, obviously. We talk about being a young team, but that doesn't mean that these games are throwaway games. You know, We still go into them expecting to win and expecting a certain standard from each other. Obviously, the experience isn't there necessarily from all the players, but we still have that confidence in ourselves in training and in games that we can execute. So when we don't, then it's, it's very disappointing. You've played around a few positions, obviously, in your time, you've played flight half at the moment. Is that where you see yourself, or, or do you see yourself being more of a utility player? I see myself as a fly half. Obviously, any opportunity to put on the red jersey, whether it was a prop or fly half, I'd, I'd take it. But um, fly half is where I've always played and where I see myself playing. It can be frustrating at times, but at the same time, I... I did see the bigger picture with it and I do feel I've learned a lot through playing those other positions. Obviously, there's an argument for experience at 10, but at the same time, I feel playing those other positions, you get to see how other positions see the game. You get to see opportunities from other perspectives and I think going back to 10 now, it, it's helped me in that way. I think a little lot about game management at test level, obviously, there's very little opportunities out there, um, so when they do come, you've got to be able to take them. And the uh, it's the same on the flip side, you know, any turnover of ball, it's an opportunity for the other team. And 
at this level, they're more likely they're not going to take those opportunities. So it's fine margins. I think obviously the, the speed of the game is a lot quicker and the physicality, which is something which hopefully I'll get used to. But I'm enjoying every second of the challenge. I think I, I've got a strong game in terms of running game. I feel my kicking game is a strength. It's just learning off these experiences that I've had over the last couple of weeks and hopefully trying to implement these new learnings into my game as quick as possible. Played a few positions, mainly outside half and full back. In Wales, do you notice the difference when you're, you're 10 compared to the other positions? Do you feel that? The 10 position is obviously one of the game drivers, one of the main game leaders. Um, so that sort of pressure is expected. and It's something that I anticipated going into the 10 jersey. As I said, I don't try and think about it too much, but uh, 10s everywhere will take a lot of scrutiny and probably not not as much praise as they probably should in other aspects. But, yeah, as I said, I don't think about it too much. And just give us a picture of the game management. You went for the cross-kick early. Was that because of the way England defended? Did it, did it make a difference going forward? Uh, yeah, I feel that that's something that we talked about in the week about trying to implement early on just to sort of negate that heavy line speed that they're bringing. Obviously, we tried a couple in the, in the first half and a couple of them came off, a couple of them didn't, but I feel it did probably change the way they did a little bit. They sat off a little bit more, maybe. That's all it is. It's just about changing the picture and trying to open up gaps elsewhere for the rest of the game. And tactics can always be a bit more like a game of chess than it appears on the sidelines. Despite the physical nature of lineouts, they can be very much just like that. And they've been a huge weapon for Wales in this Six Nations campaign. Central to that is second row Adam Beard, who had these reflections on the Scotland and England games. Yeah, it's probably been two great 40-minute performances from each game, really, haven't it? And luckily, yeah, we are a young squad, but I think Dav at the nail on the head after the game and saying that we can use that as an excuse, really, because... If we're good enough, I suppose we're old enough and we've been close. We have been very close and they could have gone either way, can they? We could be looking here today, two wins, but unfortunately with two losses. So the squad's a little bit disappointed, but we're back on the horse this week and uh, trying to improve now going into Ireland next week. Like you're looking at that first game against Scotland, we scored four tries in one half, which is, is obviously great rugby. And we were unlucky probably not to get another one or two tries on, against England on the weekend. So like you said, we are creating chances. And we're not far away from getting these uh, perfect performances in. There's still a couple of us old heads, I suppose, now who've got a bit of experience and stuff like that. But there's a lot of players in this camp who haven't got the experience in terms of caps and stuff like that. So it's just only going to be beneficial for this squad going forward. And like you say, if we keep putting these performances in, getting better week on week, tournament by tournament, I'm sure give it a couple of months or so, we're going to be a hell of a team, yeah, definitely. How has your second row partner growth captaincy role? Yeah, he's doing great. There's a lot of leaders in the squad and that we're trying to help him out as much as possible and not put too much weight on his shoulders because look, Dav's only 21 at the end of the day. I know he's had a lot of experience captain in Exeter, but he's taken into his stride and he hasn't harmed his performances in any shape or form. He's been playing 
some of his best rugby. He speaks when he needs to speak and people listen, so he's doing a great job, definitely. What are your experiences going out to Dublin and playing Ireland? Yeah, I had a couple of experiences and physicality is going to be one of the key components of the game because you just see the way Ireland play their rugby. It's all about speed, it's all about winning collisions, winning the breakdown. So I know defensively we definitely got to match them with that physical battle. And an attack is just about being clinical, being physical, winning the breakdown um, component because they have a lot of players who will poach around that breakdown, try and get turnovers around that, and then we've got to be accurate as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but one that we're looking forward to. The line-out uh, wobbled a bit against Scotland, improved against England. Yeah, look, it's... Um, Traditionally, we're always the same when we come into Wales squads. You look at all the autumns, Six Nations and stuff like that. For some reason, we always start a bit wobbly. But I thought the way that the boys trained last week against England and then the way we performed was definitely a level where we want to be. I think we were about 13 from 15 in the line-out. We had that penalty try with them all. And like the week before, we had two mall tries against Scotland. So... And Wall's a weapon. We've had three tries in two games, and I think statistically over the last 12 months, we've been one of the best malls out there. So we know that when we get our stuff right, that we're, we're a tough pack, hard pack to beat. It's just about that consistency now. And that last week against England, the way we trained, everything we performed was way better and where we needed to be. But this it's not the finished article yet. There's still things to improve on, and hopefully we can bring that against Ireland. Adams, you mentioned that Ryan Harvey Moore has been a massive factor so far in our success in the Six Nations. What's changed? What's brought it to where it is? Um, I suppose it's just the buy-in, really, that we, we get in training and stuff. It obviously helps when we have good drill and stuff and we actually win the ball, because you could see... Probably the first half against Scotland, we were pretty poor with our line-out attack. But then when our line-out got better in that second half, we scored two more tries. You look at that first half against England, our line-out was awesome. And um, we had that penalty try from the mall. But yeah, it's just a buy-in from the boys within the week. And yeah, we can get good results from it. So it's just about keeping working hard in that area of the field. Do Ireland defend against it differently? Is it something you can still use as a weapon? Uh, yeah, we're still having little looks, uh, drip feed and stuff throughout the week now. And I'm sure towards the end of the week we'll come up with a good plan and hopefully we can uh, take that area of the game to Ireland. That relationship between you and uh, you are the, the young player, even the young captain with an experienced player next to you. Are you looking at that parallel and trying to help make it work for those reasons? Look, we've got some quality second rows in this squad and the competition is, is really high and it can only be good for us boys. It keeps us on our toes, keeps us working hard. I enjoy playing my rugby with Dav and uh, yes, um, we're going well together. And the Irish second rows, there's something you'll know pretty well. McCarthy's burst onto the scene. Give us your assessment of them. Yeah, played a lot of rugby against the likes of the James Ryan's, Tyburn and stuff. And like you said, McCarthy's burst onto the scene, haven't he? And he's a um, big physical player. So it'll be a tough challenge for whoever's selected come next weekend. But look, it's a challenge as Welsh boys love. And uh, we all can't wait to get out there and get stuck into it. We're developing our line-out defence in terms of we want to get more steals and stuff. And I think we put England under a lot of pressure on the weekend. They're historically a very good set-piece team as well. And I think we had one or two steals, we had a lot of times where we got pressure up in the air, made them fumble a lot of balls, got them to knock it on, make turnovers. And I think they had three drive opportunities close to our line and we kept them out each time. So we got a different bag of tricks in our armoury that we think we can bring against Ireland and play 100% from the first two games. So yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge, but it's one that we're reaping and we can't win.
You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. And much more build-up for the trip to Ireland next week, of course. But now, something different. The Welsh Rugby Union and Cardiff Metropolitan University have joined forces to develop a new foundation qualification that will give students routes into careers in sport and steps into higher education sports degree programmes. The Foundation Certificate in Sports Management and Development, delivered in partnership with ALS Training, will allow students to progress onto a range of courses within Cardiff Met's School of Sport and Health Sciences. A chance to hear now from many of the main people involved, starting with Wales women's hooker Kelsey Jones, who went through the apprentice programme herself. Gosh, where do I begin? So I was on the apprenticeship a good few years ago now. And gosh, what an experience. I was lucky to, enough to have a great cohort, um, the likes of Debbie Lake, who's a Welsh international now, was a part of it. Kaylee Powell, who has gone on to be a, in the GB7 squad. So a really great cohort, as well as other guys on there that with great experiences. So yeah, I learned so much being on that course. One, met people that I thought I'd never meet and been lucky enough to stay in touch with. Again, people like Debbie Lake as well, lucky enough to both be playing for the senior national teams, um, women and men. So nice to see him every now and then in the Vale. Kaylee obviously still around with the Welsh women as well as her GB7s doing well there. So um, it's nice, firstly, just to create those friends that you actually end up having as friends for life. I think the WU apprenticeship is so important because you go there thinking it's all about coaching, but actually you learn so much more than just the coaching aspects of it. So for me, like a big part of it was seeing the game from different eyes. So you had a chance to referee, you had a chance to be the coach, you had a chance to be a team manager. Like there's so many different things that you learn like just from the game side of it, but also like in life, you learn so many like opportunities like that come your way. You learn so many values, WRU values with with the family side of it. You really have a family with it within the WRU apprentice group. So yeah, the apprenticeship was huge for things like that. The humor, the fun you have there. Yeah, it's honestly just been invaluable. Yeah, amazing experience. The opportunities that it brings for you. I mean, I went on and had loads of offers, but lucky enough to become a professional rugby player. Um, and that's just one of the bonuses of that. Molly May Powell, WRU Rugby Apprentice. So I was a player myself and I seen the apprenticeship advertised and I thought that's completely something I wanted to do. I've seen that a lot of people have come through the apprenticeship in and got really good jobs such as hub officers, rugby officers in the sporting world and I just thought I need to do this, it's absolutely amazing and being a player myself I just have that love for rugby, that passion for rugby. Dr Hugh Wiltshire, Deputy Dean in Cardiff School of Sport and Health Sciences. Quite honestly, it's a unique bridge into higher education, but also into the working world. I think an awful lot of young people these days don't view higher education as a pathway they can touch or see. But this is pretty unique. It could be a blueprint for other governing bodies. But with working in conjunction with ALS and obviously the WRU, I think this gives people a fantastic learning experience and I think that as we saw today with the uh, the two apprentices that got up and delivered their experiences they, they, they were talking to 140 people in a the room there and they were incredibly accomplished uh, and very coherent in the way they put things across so I found it quite inspiring actually. What's special about this course then? So I think what's good about a course is it, it's not kind of pigeonholing you into one particular programme so the students that actually undertake this apprenticeship can look at sport media, sport coaching, sport PE and health, sport performance analysis. And 
in terms of our institution, for example, with sport performance analysis, we're world leading. So it's not just an avenue and a step into higher education, but you are going to get, I would say, a student experience that is world leading and you've been getting content delivered to you by, I would say, people who've been there and done it at the very highest level. So it's unique in that respect. But I think what's great is it's almost, you start with this authentic work-based learning experience you start to go back into a higher education environment and we're very much about theory to practice and then you come out of that and you can apply all this wonderful knowledge you've gained back in the real world. So it's, I think it's a rounded experience. From my university's perspective, I'm absolutely delighted that we are yet again working with the WRU. I'm, I'm aware there's uh, a lot of very, very positive cultural change going on here. I attended the game on Saturday, I look at a new uh, chief exec who's clearly very much into leadership for learning the likes of Warren Gatland has always been about coach-athlete learning environments and really if you said what are your apprentices doing on a daily basis what's the one thing they do they learn so uh, in some ways it's a really aligned and an important trusted partnership for us going forward and I just see it going from strength to strength. Sarah John board director for ALS training so ALS training is one of Wales's leading providers we've been working with the WRU now for over five years and the creation of a level four higher apprenticeship in sports development is key to progressing young people in sport for the economy of Wales and obviously to benefit the WRU. Dan Higgs and I'm the Associate Dean of Partnerships in the School of Sport and Health Sciences. I think the course is unique because we designed it with uh, Carl and Welsh Rugby and with ALS training to actually sort of build something that is useful for the skills development of people in work but also in the academic skills development so that they're ready to come to study if that's what they want to do. So it's unique because it combines all of those things in a one-year programme and working within the community, working with these different groups actually enables the learner, the apprentices to actually develop those skills academically and work-wise that's brought this idea together so nicely. And where can it ultimately lead to people who actually enrol on the course? For some of them, I think that they're going to go into work and they're going to obviously sort of go into sort of the community uh, sports development areas and things that were talked about earlier. So learners who complete the course successfully, if they want to come to a study with us, they'll be able to do so. They'll be able to study sport management, sport media, sport coaching and some other degree programmes. The key thing about it is that they'll be able to study at a, a degree level and from that they'll be able to go and develop careers in sports in a number of higher levels and I think that that's an excellent thing for them to be able to do. And that scheme's really changing lives. There's more to come. Well, that's it from this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty of the games in Ireland next week. But until then, goodbye.